Hello, uh, this is the uh, clinical scenario of uh, outpatient angina. So uh, you're in an outpatient cardiology clinic uh, and a 50 year old gentleman with a background of hypertension has come in complaining about chest pain. Please um, describe how you would uh, manage this patient. So I think the important things are to assess this patient's chest pain and understand whether it's cardiac or not. Uh, so for me, the things I'll be asking about is uh, where is the chest pain, um, how it radiates and whether, whether it radiates and where it radiates to, and then about uh, whether the, patient, the pain is coming on at rest uh, or whether it's associated with exercise or whether there's any other associated factors. Um, other things um, I might ask about is how long the pain's been going on, whether these symptoms are getting worse. And these are really all to try and understand whether this, this pain represents uh, angina or not. Um, and I'd also try and understand uh, a bit about the patient's background medical history, um, understand if they've got any comorbidities or uh, risk factors that point us towards them having a high likelihood of having uh, coronary artery disease. Um, then I'll move on to examining the patient um, and I would be looking for uh, anything that could be causing their chest pain. So I'd be listening to the lungs to see if they've got any uh, lung pathology and then I'll also auscultate the precordium, uh, precordium and listening for any murmurs, um, especially things such as aortic stenosis that could be causing uh, chest pain um, and whether there's any other cardiac signs as well. For example, signs of um, uh, heart failure and um, then with that all in mind, I'd try and get, I'd hopefully build up a good idea as to whether this pain uh, represents, uh, whether it's cardiac chest pain and what the possible causes might be. And then I would think of moving on to investigating this patient. Okay, and um, what kind of investigations would you perform? Um, so if this pain is, uh, in my mind, if it's cardiac ischemic sounding chest pain, um, I angina, um, and you said he's 50 years old. I would probably go for a um, think about doing a baseline investigations. Uh, so I do a, a chest X-ray, uh, blood tests, ECG, um, uh, blood glucose, um, and basic OBS. And then in terms of investigating actual chest pain, I might think about um, a CTCA. Um, okay. So, so far, you um, the patient describes a very classical history of stable angina. Um, and uh, you've gone down the route of uh, CTCA. Um, what, uh, what, are the, what, what, what is your thought process about choosing a CTCA? Why have you chosen that? Um, a CTCA is a 
it's a first line investigation for angina um, and it's good because it's not a, uh, a risky test for the patient, it's very low risk and it will help me understand whether the patient has uh, coronary artery disease that could be causing his stable angina. Um, Okay, um, and now the scenario slightly changes. So let's say you had a 75 year old patient um, with a background of a previous coronary stent and a pacemaker. Um, would you still proceed with the CTCA or would you investigate differently? Um, so a CTCA could be an option, but it might be difficult if the patient's already got a stent. Um, so I could think about other tests. Um, if the patient could exercise, I might think about uh, an exercise uh, treadmill test. Um, uh, and I suppose a, a, a cardiac stress MRI. I'd probably talk to my consultant here about what tests uh, we have available, but maybe thinking about doing an exercise stress uh, treadmill test or a cardiac stress MRI. Okay. Um, so the scenario moves on and, and you have a CTCA uh, for your original patient, which shows coronary artery disease and specifically a mild to moderate mid RCA lesion. You've also got a transthoracic echo, which you described, uh, which shows a normal LV function. How would you proceed to manage this patient? So I think if the patient's got symptoms of classical angina and he's got now evidence of coronary artery disease, I think at this point, I'd want to be trying to start medication to treat his symptoms. Um, so the first line medications would be uh, a beta blocker. Um, uh, or a, a rate-limiting calcium channel blocker, such as rapamil, um, and in the first instance, see how the patient got on with that. Okay. Um, now, the patient comes back and he's complaining about dizziness. Um, what would you, uh, after, after you started him on uh, a beta blocker, uh, what would you then consider as the next, uh, how, how would you approach this? So I think if he's on a, he got dizziness on a beta blocker, uh, is likely to be hypotensive. Uh, so I will uh, think about uh, stopping or reducing the beta blocker um, and, given, and given he's, is he still having symptoms of angina? Uh, yes. So given he's still having symptoms of angina, uh, I think that introducing uh, something like ronalazine, which has less effect on blood pressure and reduce the beta blocker down uh, to make him less dizzy or stop thinking about stopping it altogether. Okay. Um, thank you very much. Um, that's the end of the scenario. Thanks very much.